0: We got big games, big picks, and a big adjustment in the Steelers game. Before Monday night, they were favored by two and a half. Now they're one and a half point underdogs. Big, big move versus the Colts. Dwayne Haskins not making it rain for backers of Washington. Imagine this. Washington favored by about one and a half against Carolina. So Washington and Carolina even teams. The Haskins effect two big games we'll be going over also with the picks green bay favored by three a little bit more even against tennessee seattle one and a half at home versus the rams here comes a four hour the vegas truth covering all that and more
1: you're listening to fox sports radio
0: this is
1: straight out of vegas with the voice of vegas your host rj bell The pregame show America has always wanted. I
2: tell the future. I tell the future.
1: From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ
0: Bell. You heard it. I'm RJ live on a special Wednesday show, live in Las Vegas, live on 225 FSR stations. Christ's great, great nation. I gotta say, looking at Jonas on the screen here in LA, Looks like that morning's finally getting to him a little bit and the eyes a little. Look, you look a little bleary-eyed, my friend.
2: Yeah, it's been a crazy morning, crazy couple of days. But well, we're all it, good. it might
0: loosen you up a little bit, right? I, Is I, you can just say like, act like you're drunk, maybe have a beer even.
2: Well, yeah, if I had a beer, I think I'd pass out at this point. But uh, you know, it's, and and that's the beauty of radio. Uh, we can you know look the way we look, and nobody knows the difference. So
0: well, but except when your co-host talks about it,
2: <laughs> you're gonna be good. like, RJ hasn't
0: shaved for a couple of days. What's going on it's all you know, Instu- it's
2: it, it's like uh scars from uh from battle i look at it so no and
0: and i think that's legitimate doing uh and and you're doing the clay travis show yeah. at six to nine eastern, eastern for how many more days this week
2: um so i'm doing it again tomorrow so i wake up at about midnight and then uh get a workout well, we weren't in asking kinda, your whole
0: schedule just yeah, make, so making sure you <laughs> but get, it, but a,
2: if the more that I embellish it, the better it looks uh, for oh, as far okay. as I Okay, now when I look do you brush your
0: look? teeth? I mean, you, any other details you want to share? After the show. After the yeah. show. In studio here in Vegas. We got a full house, Steve Fezzik and Maddie Holt our regular Wednesday guest, USintegrity.com. Now, we're going to make today a little different. It's like effectively a Friday show. Here in Las Vegas, you get when you move here initially. And I don't know, Matt, if you had this experience a lot of people in town almost everyone will say yep today's my friday which i had never heard that before so there's so many people that doesn't work that don't work monday to friday they might work tuesday to saturday but effectively then saturday's their friday did that throw Did that throw you when you came to town? Uh, a little
3: bit, but because of the twenty-four hour, seven-day-a-week nature of Vegas, you get people that have Tuesday, Wednesday off or Thursday, Friday. It's very different, and. Uh, You hear it routinely.
2: It's a very common saying. That's my Friday.
0: I don't know if that's anywhere else, but have you heard that before, John?
2: Yeah, well, in the restaurant industry, what do they call it? Industry night is Sundays or Mondays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they always work Friday, Saturday night. So, yeah, I've I've heard it before.
0: That's what they do here. The the clubs have the industry nights and such. Steve, you haven't had a job in 20-plus years, though, right? (laughs) I have not. Yeah, well, that must be nice. (laughs) Sports betters listen for the money. They want to be like Fez. Sports fans and know more than their body. So today is our Friday, effectively.
2: And so, RJ, on a day in which we've got a quarterback being punished in the NFC, we've got the start of the NBA season. What is the Vegas lead here on this Wednesday?
0: Let's talk about Haskins. And, well, why don't you recap it for us? Because there may be breaking news even. Yeah. Let's do that first.
2: So the Washington quarterback, he was fined $40,000. He had his captainship removed for the picks that surfaced. He was out partying without a mask uh, following uh, his team's loss to the Seahawks this past Sunday. He issued an apology. Thus, Haskins, who still may be the starter depending on Alex Smith's health, uh, was punished by the team and had to apologize afterwards.
0: So effectively nothing. Right. I mean, it's like fine and fast 10 bucks. <laughs> I mean, it is tough to get them to pay for lunch. So you would, you know, you would think maybe, but I got to be honest with you. We have a segment here called "Yes, it's taboo, but is it true?" And that's where I say things that are taboo but potentially true. In fact, I'm going to do an impromptu version of that for about a minute right now, just to show you how hardcore I am. And then when I say what I say after that. You're going to be like, huh, OK, it's not that he's soft. I believe and Fez, you can tell me what you think and Maddie. I believe that Trevor Lawrence, for example, there should be built in maybe a third of a point in the spread or maybe in their The Clemson odds to win the title. The fact that Trevor Lawrence effectively has a vaccine. Right. So what does a vaccine do for covid? What does a vaccine do? It get, you know, again, not to be a scientist here, but it gives you a little, just enough of the virus or the agent that you your body reacts to it and builds up the antibodies and defenses, but it doesn't get you sick. Right? That's the challenge. How do you find that right amount? And again, this is very simplified because I don't understand it fully for sure. Okay, But when you get it, at least our scientific understanding is that you effectively are not going to get it again, or at least... It seems, I guess, we're uncertain in years to come, but certainly in the near term. Okay, so the fact that Trevor Lawrence has had COVID means there's zero chance he's going to get COVID again. The one guy on the Clemson team that's going to move the needle massively, that's not the case with Ohio State. That's not the case with, and let's go down the list, right? So shouldn't we account for that, especially when you're looking over, what, almost a month of games in which, if you're if you're betting for an individual game, maybe not. But if you're betting to win two and win the title, doesn't that make Clemson potentially slightly more attractive? Yes.
1: Yeah, so if we do the math, if Trevor, if he's worth five points, five percent chance maybe to get COVID, we arrive at a quarter of a point. But I think it's worth more than that, RJ, because now it's real easy to schedule. Um, any practice you want, any meeting you want with Trevor Lawrence, because you don't have to worry about potential exposure to the virus. And I think you can be a lot looser that way, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, to me, the point here is I would contemplate that. And it's taboo, perhaps. just like, in a way, celebrate that he got it because it is an advantage. We're not celebrating it. We're, note- we're noting it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, it, you know, taboo, but true. Okay. it's a good one, I think. Jonas, I'm sure you would have, if you thought you had a little edge because of that, you wouldn't be shy taking off the rubber band, right? Not at all. Exactly. you got a certain <laughs> crowd here, right? Straight out of Vegas. Now, when I say this, I was watching a morning show, and I, it was get up, and I heard him say this. Well, they're mad at him, Haskins. The Washington team is mad at him, but they have a problem. They don't think Alex Smith is going to be back. So they can't really do much about it. It's like, what? So what you're saying here is any penalty for whatever you do, and this is effectively risking the health of your team, risking the ability to even play the game, risking the shield. And Jones, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe this is a nuance that doesn't matter, but I kind of think it does. My understanding is he's the one that organized the party in his hotel room or in a hotel room room nearby him whereas he didn't go out to the club to get a hot dog he literally had the party brought to him
2: yeah the report that initially surfaced was well he was at a strip club as it turns out he wasn't at a strip club he was at a hotel room with his girlfriend and there were strippers
0: present big that he hired yes okay so he literally threw the party (laughs) i mean it's a to me if you if your buddies are going to the strip club and you go obviously it's problematic in today's environment with the you know protocols, but still you can understand. Like to me, the dude from the Clippers that went for the what was he going for? The, the hamburgers, wh-
2: uh, the uh, the uh, buffalo wings. wings. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that
0: I, I kind of made a little bit of sense.
3: Absolutely, and and, and at the end of the day here. Th- It's interesting to see what Washington's going to do with the fact that they sort of control their own destiny now in the NFC East.
0: They certainly do, right? They win out? Yes. yeah,
3: And with Al and Hurt, they don't really have a viable option. And what they're saying is winning and getting that playoff money is more important than disciplining our starting quarterback.
0: That's it. And it's actually not a starting quarterback in theory because this is the guy you sat down and let Flipper play understanding he probably didn't have – Flipper was never going to be – Kyle Allen was never going to be the Washington long-term quarterback. So they said, whatever chance Haskins has of making it, we're willing to sacrifice that to quit talking to this guy effectively. We don't have to talk to the third-string quarterback. He can sit there. He can be solid. He can be whatever. They literally made that decision. But now if the choice is an emergency quarterback or Haskins, not only are they willing to talk to him and coach him up – they won't ignore risking the lives of your head coach that just got off of chemotherapy. So if you ever wonder about what is the ultimate prize, what, what is this all about? What is the NFL all about? It's about winning. And you know what? I don't think I've ever seen a situation I thought a team cared too much about winning. I'm usually the one that says, hey, that's fine. Do that, do that. Oh, Ali, fought, you know, like Ali Frazier, you know, Thrill and Manila 3, they both got brain damage. You know, many would say related to that. OK, I thought it was an amazing event. I I, I wouldn't recommend they do it, but I can appreciate the, the effort level, right? The, the dedication. Kevin McHale walking with a limp because he decided to play a playoff game. Jordan risking his career in theory to, to, to try to push a team to be the eighth seed so they would get crushed by the Celtics. I love it all. I I can't lie. To me, something mattering more than the day-to-day tedium of life, you know, like they say in movies a lot of times, there's worse things than dying. I'm all for that. But at some point, something has to mean something. And if you're going to spend all this time telling me about protocols and how important this is, and the only thing is, what is the Haskins downgrade from Haskins' to an emergency quarterback, generic emergency quarterback. Three points. So literally, for a field goal, <laughs> Washington is is being a hypocrite beyond hypocrisy. And you know what? No one on Get Up said this. And no offense to them. I'm saying I don't think I'm hearing anyone say it. It's all kind of a get. Yep. Oh, yeah. We'd have to go to an emergency backup? Oh, forget that. Haskins is playing. Do you think if Haskins were the third stringer, Still, Kyle Allen was there, Alex Smith was behind him. What would they have done today?
3: Released him, yeah, probably
0: instead. Hey, give us an apology and let's get to the meeting room. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Jonas, Dodds.
2: Uh, yeah, and also to your point on the winning aspect, I didn't see the Rams stop the game in the NFC title game to say, you know what, we—that was a bad call on us. That should have been pass interference. Give it to New Orleans. They knew they got away with something, and they wanted to win the game. That's always the ultimate at the top, the priority.
0: Which I, if the Rams would have stopped and said, you know, you should actually, you know, almost like in uh, <laughs> golf, you know, call right. a penalty on yourself. Right. I think I would have um, – well, let's just say this. Ram betters might have ride. It. So <laughs> I, I'm not – I mean, I want to set – the last point for me, I want to set the distinction here. The distinction here isn't you're trying to gain a competitive edge. It's that someone has done something. I mean, let, let, let me ask you this, and I don't want to get too graphic here, but let's say that – and let's not even talk about Haskins. Let's say player X – assaulted the daughter of someone associated with the team? And not don't even no detail, it doesn't matter. Would we then say, yeah, you know, that's horrible. I think he should pay the price. But after the game, I don't yeah. think anyone, no. but really how different is it? The NFL is asking, and you could say it's very different. Someone's not being assaulted, but I'm hearing that COVID is life-threatening. You know, again, I don't under, I know that's kind of a political issue in a way and you know, all, but let's assume there's truth to that. If you believe it or not, isn't that pretty I mean like where's that fit? Like we can kind of say what about if he, you know, poisoned the drinking water? Like we can always come up with all these analogies, but if you're risking lives, your team's life and it's so obviously wrong. It's not some shade of oh, did they have the mask on and It strikes me that this is the time you either step up, no matter if it's about winning or losing, or you're a hypocrite. And I know they're hypocrites, but most people don't. Does anyone disagree with that? No. No.
1: No. And it was just, like you said, such a flagrant violation that that's got to be penalized more, you would think, but it wasn't.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. If Alex Smith starts... I love Washington. I think there's many advantages that Washington have in this game. This line has a drastic reduction saying Carolina and Washington's even teams. I don't know about that. I know with Haskins, though, it's probably true. With Alex Smith, I don't think it is. I think it's Washington. Remember, Rivera knows this Carolina team. Don't forget this. When we come back, I'm going to give you, as a holiday tree, three best bets RJ Best Bets throughout the show and a bunch of other NFL talk.
2: That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, and it's money making time here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: I'm RJ Bell. We're Straight Out of Vegas.
2: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You, the fan. Coming up here in just one moment, we will get to a best bet from the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell.
0: Oh, three of them coming up throughout the show. First one in that Steelers-Colts game. And Fez and I cross-firing before the end of the hour on his best bet. He's saying, I like this game the most of any game. And I'm saying, I don't give a care. I'll bet you this is the uh, the fastest-growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year plus. Thank you so much for the support. We'll keep working extra hard to finish this great football season. You can listen to us, and we got a new feature. It's called Straight Out of Vegas AM, and what is that? We're taking some element from the show or two that has Jonas and his wisdom and such, and the rest of us, and then after the show, Fez and I have been recording an extra ten minutes or so, in more sometimes, of bonus content. Now, the reason this is nice is in the Straight Out of Vegas AM. We try to make it where it doesn't go stale. We're not talking about something that the next day is over. We're talking about concepts that extend days and days, if not weeks. And that's over the holidays. If you want to kind of go back and see, listen to some of them, they're still nice and fresh. So just search straight out of Vegas. And in the same feed that you get our show every day, you'll get the SOV AM. What do you think of that, Jonas? You're getting exposure without even, without any any effort.
2: It's great. I mean, I, it, the more exposure, the better. I can't get enough airtime. So exactly.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny? Most most media guys are humongous ego guys. The, mo- the, the 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 best team player in the business is Jonas. In my sincere opinion, it's true. <laughs> In Las Vegas right now on the Strip, 54 degrees, and the neon is flowing.
2: So, RJ, the Pittsburgh Steelers, your Pittsburgh Steelers, find themselves losers of three consecutive games. There are people that are jumping off the bandwagon, and now Pittsburgh finds themselves at home in a one and a one-and-a-half-point underdog against the Indianapolis Colts this Sunday.
0: Total reevaluation of Pittsburgh off the Cincinnati game, I think it's justified, the, a total reevaluation and it's been a four-point move from the line before the Monday night game. Pittsburgh plays, and now it's like, uh-oh, Pittsburgh's not any good. And now Steelers, one-and-a-half point home underdogs against the Colts team. Colts been playing pretty well. I love, love, love one of my favorite picks of the season over the total in this game. Mm. What are you seeing, Fez? 44-and-a-half, I see. Oh, check that. I just misspoke. <laughs> I love, 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 love. Under in this game.
1: Forty-four uh, and a half. There are a couple forty-five.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Forty-five. Now, here's why I like the under. Some of it's obvious and some of it isn't. What's obvious is Pittsburgh's offense is struggling. And thus we can downgrade Pittsburgh, but we're really not effectively downgrading the Steelers' defense. They've played very well. Even against Cincy, it wasn't bad. It's the offense. Now, here's the question. Is it fixable? Does Big Ben's arm get stronger? Is he able to go downfield? No. All right? Is the offensive line going to get younger? No. no. Is the running backs going to get more spry? No. So it doesn't feel fixable. Does anyone think that, and I get they could try to do this. They could, we could all give them advice, but does anyone here think there's a clear path to the Steelers fixing this offense? Because if there were, why haven't they done it? No. Yeah, not gonna happen. Yeah. All right. But I think you got a super intelligent coach team. So what's I mean intelligent? You you know, Frank Reich's one of the best coaches. He hires smart coaches. And what you know is the smart coaches, Belichick at the forefront, if you're limited, they're gonna exploit that. Some coaches are so oblivious, it seems, a team's gonna only do like only throw to the left but they're going to keep half their guys over to the right. And it's like, you know, that's an extreme example, but Belichick's not going to let you not be multiple, right? And I put Frank Reich in that top tier that he's got a smart team. He also has really good linebackers, really good on the Colts. So here's the question. How do you neutralize a great linebacker? Play action, you make him afraid to go over the top, over the top of you. So now you're playing the run and the pass. Pittsburgh's not going over the top. Pittsburgh doesn't play action, all right? So, very much. I think they're like one of the bottom five in the league. Ben doesn't like to turn his back to the defense is the theory. Okay. So that seems like it's not only a bad Steelers offense, but it's a bad matchup for that Steelers offense. Now, what do we know about Mr. Philip Rivers? What we know is he's great if he can set his feet. He's not great if there's pressure on him. Well, Pittsburgh even without Devin Bush, even, you know, with all their losses, they still get a lot of pressure on the other team. I think this is a problem for the Colts. So, you add it up, you got this line is fair generally, but there's a matchup edge against the offense on both sides. What do you guys think?
1: I like it. I'm thinking back to the Cincinnati game that went over against Pittsburgh. There were 44 points scored. But like you mentioned, there was no offense in that game.
0: Both teams what was it, 240 yards? Cincinnati had 240, was it?
1: Yeah, and Pittsburgh comparable amounts. So you get under 500 yards of total offense. There's no way you should get 40 points in an NFL game. But so because that game had 44 points, I think we're getting a little bit of a higher total as a reaction to that.
0: We're joined by Matty Holt, who is the perpetual skeptic. So let's hear your thoughts. I'm a little now, you bit don't have to be. You don't both. have to be skeptical. You okay. can just say it's great. Okay, I'll just uh, – uh,
3: What do you got? Well, I, I get nervous about two, uh, you know, turnover-prone quarterbacks here. And the problem is – Pittsburgh can't run the football right now at all. So that means Big Ben has to throw a lot, and he's not accurate. He can't throw the football downfield. They're able to stack the linebackers in that zone, which leads to more interceptions. Interceptions lead to short fields. They also lead to
0: defensive scores. So That's let's th- agree to that. But and in general, there's a correlation between how good the offense is or how bad they are and their chance of turning it over, right? Is to, In the old days, there used to be offenses that were bad and conservative, now they don't really have those. If you're bad, it means you're thrown and you're bad, right? Throwing
3: and bad, yes. Yeah.
0: So I, I
3: think that's exemplified with Pittsburgh because they can't run the ball right now, especially with James Conner out.
0: I agree. I also think, though, with a total of 45 and 45s are out there, you're only three points below the NFL average right now. Right? Sure. What are we, in 48 and a half or so? Yeah. So to me, it's not like we got a total of 39, and it just takes one pick six, and we're gonna. So usually, when you got two really bad offenses, you're. And I'm not saying the Colts are a bad offense. You're worried about the pick six, and what. And maybe, and Fez, do you ever do this? Do you ever put 10% of your bet, maybe a little sprinkle on a uh interception return or what is it, a special team special
1: teams are defensive touchdown plus 250 kind of it's like no, it's, buying, a, it's
0: not a great bet generally
1: yes but actually in this case i would make the case it' probably is a good bet because you got two quarterbacks that can't tackle worth the lick if they do throw an interception so it's more likely those interceptions
3: become pick sixes it, I've never heard anyone talk about the quarterback's <laughs> ability to tackle in my life Remember, as a Dill, handicap. Remember,
1: Rivers got hurdled by a guy. The quarterback's ability touchdown. to tackle.
0: How do you even measure that? Hurdled. Oh, I think we can with these two. I, didn't you talk about once his hand was dropping like he was going down the pit <laughs> in the howl or something? And he was, like, reaching out to try to grab someone's leg? So let's say this. I, can, I agree if there are e- – I almost would take one pick six and still think we'd be fine. But if there's not more than one, I think we got a good bet here. Jonas, what do you think from the fans' perspective?
2: No, I I like it. And to your point, and I don't know how I know this statistic because I was looking it up last week, but this is actually the longest Philip Rivers has gone Without a turnover in three years, the last time he went three consecutive games you without a turnover turn was 2017. So it feels like he's due. It feels like there's a turnover due here.
0: Plus, if Pittsburgh is inept, you got on offense, which they tend to be lately, you got to figure Frank Reich is smart enough to say let's play a low variance game right now. And yeah.
1: Jonathan Taylor is running very well, so he'll probably get a lot of carries in this game with limited success.
0: If his line's 42, I don't like. I mean, this is the to me the line should be 42 and a half. 45, that's your value. That's what we're fighting for. Last thing, we're straight out of Vegas. In fact, I sent you an email on this. There are a lot of good AFC teams, and one of them isn't even going to make the playoffs. So if you kind of run down the list, you got Tennessee, you got this Colts team. Pittsburgh's in, Kansas City's in, Bills are in. You've got Miami, and then you've got, who am I missing? Cleveland. Cleveland, right? And Baltimore. One of those teams isn't making it. Correct. All right.
3: Could win eleven games and miss.
0: Say, so, yeah. I mean, I'd be like the year the Patriots did when Brady was out, eleven and five uh, with Castle. Belichick's a genius. Okay, Pittsburgh on a neutral field is favored against which of those teams?
1: Only one: Miami Dolphins. Wow.
0: So, what do you think the line is, Miami Pittsburgh on a neutral?
1: Pittsburgh minus one, and this is only.
0: First of all, you got to say the line. Say it Pittsburgh again. Pittsburgh minus one. Minus one. Wow. Go ahead. I don't even know about that. And
1: Pittsburgh's only favored exactly because Miami's skill position players are still injured. Devontae so, so even if, if they
0: had their normal players, they still would, Pittsburgh wouldn't be favored over Miami. That's right. I mean, guys, it was just what, 14 days ago or a little bit more that, that Pittsburgh was still favored over Buffalo? Right? Remember the look ahead line in, yes. in that Sunday yeah. night game was Pittsburgh favored at Buffalo. And then like two, like 17 days later, there's no team hardly that that, that they would be favored over that's going to make the playoffs. In fact, Miami's probably the most likely team not to make the playoffs, which if that's the case, Pittsburgh would be underdogs on a neutral against every AFC playoff team. Crazy. Wow.
3: And they're home underdogs this week, so we don't have to speculate. They are home underdogs this week to the Indianapolis Colts.
0: We can do some quick housekeeping here with our batting. Um I'm RJ Bo Straight out of Vegas. So Matt, you have a sweet, 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 sweet portfolio of Bill's bets against Fez. Yes. Give us the details quickly.
3: Uh I have two hundred dollars at thirty to one with Fez on the <laughs> so Bills le- to win the Super Bowl. So let me
0: do the math here. That's six million dollars. <laughs> oh, wait, grand, all right, yeah. six thousand. Okay. <laughs> and that that that's it?
3: I have several other bets on oh. the Buffalo Bills, ranging from as small as 20 to as high as 100 at either 30 to 50 to 1 odds.
0: Okay. So here's the quote You've been a Bill supporter. Yeah. I mean, to the point that we almost ridiculed you over it at various points, as the defense looked bad. It strikes me I'm seeing in a lot of power ratings in the media, Bill's second best team in the NFL.
3: I think they could be right now.
0: Faz, how are you feeling?
1: Not good. Current odds on the Bills are eleven to one, so a huge over. <laughs> and plus,
0: let's be honest; those odds are n- going to be their odds are better than that, wouldn't you? O- what? Let me think. No, their odds are going to be slightly worse than that because of the vig. But okay, what do you think the true odds are? Right, like at what point, if you, at what point do you think it wouldn't be a good? But forget you got any Bills action right now, Matt. Is if you didn't, where do you think the value starts? Is eleven to one? Do you think there's value?
3: I do actually, especially if they can pass Pittsburgh, secure that number two. Yeah, seed. but those are
0: a bunch of ifs. As of today, you think it's eleven to one is borderline value. Value. Yeah. What do you think, Fez?
3: I think you need
2: fourteen to one. Okay. With Jonas. it going as poorly as it looks like it's going for Fez, has he tried to work Maddie into some other bets in other places to try and recoup <laughs> maybe some of the loss elsewhere?
0: See, that's the thing. Usually, Fez will try to exploit the <laughs> naivete, the ignorance of the other person. But this is the guy that booked billions of dollars. in. Like, we bring in the big guns here. I don't think you're going to get—let's just say this. There's one way to get Maddie. It's get his ego involved. you got to know how to do it. I do, personally. I do. Otherwise, he's almost bulletproof. Would you agree with that?
3: Yeah, I'm not messing with this one. I was on and what what I really like about the position in this one is, you know, this is the only futures bet we made before the season. And Fez was so down on Josh Josh Allen, inaccurate, oh. and I but, was. But let's be
0: honest, everyone was. Meaning, you might have been in a minority position, but like I'm hearing people say, and Jones probably hears this too. I've never seen. A quarterback get accurate this late in his life like there's people saying they've never seen this before.
3: but didn't some of it have to do with the weapons around him? boy, they gave him some weapons to play with
0: you know you know it's funny uh, Mackenzie just threw this up. the completion percentage for Josh Allen going back to two thousand eleven JV high school he was fifty nine percent. varsity high school he was 50. And then the next year, 57. At Reedley Community College, which I didn't even know he went there, 49%. So the guy in 2014, <laughs> did you know this, Josh?
2: Yeah, hes and that's what's been so amazing. That's why the Bills deserve so much credit for just building around him and actually developing him because everybody saw him as a project. They saw him as somebody that maybe one day he's got all the tools, he'll be something. He started from day one, and he's gotten better every year since.
0: Think about this. Six years ago, is not that long ago, he was at Reedley Community College and he completed less than half his passes. And if someone would have pointed at that guy and say, oh yeah, he might be the second best quarterback in the NFL in 2020, they would have thought you were insane. (laughs) Fez, you didn't even know about that Reedley Community College. (laughs) Not at all. Who was he playing against?
1: (laughs) How the heck did he upgrade to Wyoming given those stats, right?
0: I don't know. I guess when you have that big arm. Oh my gosh. So last thought on this. So six six thousand, not six pound. But you we you know, former participant in the show, local radio guy Steve Cofield, he bet a couple things with you. What was it, Tiger Woods, right? Where you gave him like these jumbo like Tiger was ten to one. He fed was like, Oh, uh, make it twenty to one, like that. And you know, Cofield's a small bet, we bet like fifty bucks. He'd have to come in. We were doing the weekend shift like right before Jonas at the time, and it was like um on his weekend show, and it was like Steve Kofield would go, "Here's your fifty and it' be, like, be like it'd be like tens that were ripped and, you know, like I think he got it from his like first communion or something and you just kept pocketing those money. You figured this is nice to be a bookie. These big long shots never, never, ever pay off. Is what you were thinking.
1: Yeah, and he had Tiger Woods multiple times. And
0: he like he would get second or something, and you just laugh and take the no, money. And
1: you document no golfer played better than Tiger Woods during the stretch without winning a major.
0: So collectively, though, you only made like 150 bucks from yeah. him. Do you think that influenced your willingness to give him thirty to one?
1: Yes, because
2: because <laughs> I keep banking the wins, I got sloppy. And also, Fez took advantage of McKenzie in a live bet during the show as well, too. Not that long. Oh, oh yeah!
0: But that's just <laughs> an example of how if he gets down, he's going to fight. He's <laughs> shooting his way out. Let's just say this. Be
1: sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m.
3: Pacific.
0: Real quick, let's start with Maddie Holt. Is going to do a college best bet. Let's do that first, Maddie.
3: I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I mean, uh, Georgia laying seven to Cincinnati. So the favorite
0: against Cincy,
3: yeah. And and I've been a Cincy backer all year. I love what they've done. I like Luke Fickle, the coach there. But J T. Daniels has been the difference maker at Georgia, and ever since they switched quarterbacks to the USC transfer J T. Daniels, this Georgia offense has gotten to to look like prior Georgia offenses. And I think Cincinnati's going to be completely outgunned in this situation. Um, And and Georgia, you remember, two years in a row, UCF. They went and beat Auburn, then they had to come back and play Georgia. didn't work so well against Georgia as it did against Auburn. Georgia's going to be up for the game in the Peach Bowl.
0: So explain that Georgia up for the game because oftentimes when an SEC team – plays a non power five team, they're not up. Why do you think so?
3: Because there's been a material change at quarterback here. So there's a something different from this team. And that's JT Daniels, the USC transfer, trying to put on a show here uh and, and boost his stock going into next season. I think they're gonna come out motivated.
0: All right, so best bet in the colleges, laying the lumber with Georgia. I had Georgia um better than Texas AM in my final poll and better than Florida. Do you agree with both those? Yes. All right, so I think Georgia's a little underrated, and you got to wonder about Cincy's motivation. If they figure they should have made the playoffs, now BYU stepped Mm. up, I don't know. So I I don't like laying the SEC because I think there's a bias towards them. Matty Holto, best bet, Georgia. When we come back, final segment, another best bet for me. In fact, two best bets for me, and I'm going against Fez on his. So there's three picks coming up. One best bet from Fez, two for me. But you won't want to listen to Fez's because my argument's going to be even better.
2: That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted. And it's money-making time here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Fox
1: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to
2: listen live.
0: I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas.
2: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. So, R.J., the Chicago Bears are winners of two in a row back in the mix in the wild card chase in the NFC, and they find themselves seven-and-a-half-point favorites on pregame.com at the Jaguars.
0: Okay, you know what this means. Oh, I thought I had my theme music, but it's not playing for some reason. All right, so we don't get our theme music, Fez, but this is a crossfire. Now, what that means is, you're betting one side, I'm betting the other, and we're betting each other. I don't think I've ever seen this before, though. This is one of my best bets. I have another best bet after. So we got best bet versus best bet crime, you could almost say. I'll let you have the honors.
1: Best bet, Chicago Bears minus 7.5. I have a ultra-motivated Bears team. If you're going to lay 7.5, you want a team that's all in.
0: So wouldn't you say that if the line was 10.5? Yes. So it's really not an argument. Go ahead.
1: And I also have a quarterback that's max motivated. I love what I saw from Trubisky last week against the Vikings. Trubisky has he's in his last year of a contract. He's playing for a contract. He has not run the ball all year long. Didn't have one well, game.
0: Well, hold on a second. He's run the ball. He hasn't run the ball at a high. Uh, frequency.
1: Right. His maximum carries were four against the Vikings. He ran the ball eight times. So here is a quarterback that's putting his body on the line to do everything he can to make the team win and to make himself look good to get a big contract. That's the team I want to back.
0: First off, it sounds a little goofy what you're saying, but I'm going to help. I'm so sure of my position. here. I'm going to help defend what you just said. So What we know is quarterbacks that run the ball are hard to stop. You look at Jalen Hurts, we can debate how well he's thrown because I think the second game he threw pretty well. But the fact that he ran means you can't be that bad if you have a running quarterback, right? Cause you it's effective. We've seen it before. I mean, if the guy's a professional quarterback, right? But most quarterbacks don't run, want to run once they have any standing, because they're getting a hit and hit and hit. And what quarterback have we ever seen that runs a long time and is healthy? Right? Trubisky. The year he had a really good QBR, he was like third in the entire NFL. He ran the ball a ton. The next year, the trouble started because he quit running the ball. The fact that the stakes are high and he's running, I do think that's meaningful. And you keep saying, that's who you want to bat. So let me ask you a question. If someone ran up to you and go, Mr. Fezzik, Mr. Fezzik, I just started batting. I'm 18 and all, but I just started batting. I Tom Brady's out for the Bucks. I'm thinking I'm batting against the Bucks because Tom Brady's good. What would you say?
1: How much has the market yes. adjusted for it?
0: So do you think the Bears and the fact that they're max motivated is that built into the line? It is. Okay, and the fact that Trubisky is whatever he is is that built into the line? It is. So where's your edge?
1: I don't think what's built into the line is the Jacksonville organization.
0: So why haven't you talked about So what you just said, and just like a, a breath, I just debunked everything you just said, and now you're going to give us your real handicap.
1: No, these are all factors. But, I don't but know. I'm
0: saying they're factors built into the line so far.
1: Jacksonville doesn't want to win, RJ. I know the players want to win, but this is a must-lose right, spot so me, for let, the
0: organization. Let, let, just like the Jets had the biggest upset in a quarter century.
1: Jets were winless.
0: Oh, well, I think that does help the motivation a little bit. But let me ask you a question. What are the odds that Marone's the coach of the Jags next year?
3: 20%.
0: I think that's too high.
3: I think it's even like 30%. I, all
0: right. Let's even say—
3: Because a- they came into the year with the lowest expectations. They were supposed to be the worst team. They okay. had the lowest win total. So you already had no expectations.
0: But but in a way, that was they were saying, we're going to let you almost like— Coach this like pirate ship that's adrift in the world because we no one else wants it and then we can fire. Here's the question: Marone coming back, does it get helped or hurt if the Jags lose? Do you think they're gonna say, Hey, good team player, you lost for us, so we're gonna bring you back? I actually think yes. Then, then you're insane. Here's the key to all this: the line in this game last week, a week before, after Chicago had emerged uh, them. Real quick, you just said you think the odds go up for Jacksonville to bring back the coach if he loses. Yes. <laughs> Dude, you you should be I mean <laughs> I mean, you're literally like it's almost a federal crime you're talking about here. <laughs> All right. The line the line in this game <laughs> the line in this game was four, not last week. Now it's seven and a half. What's changed? The scrutiny Jacksonville is under, and now you think those players care? The players want to win. They're, they might not even be on Jacksonville next year or in two years when Trevor Lawrence means anything. They don't care. They want to win, and now more people are paying attention to them. That's the key. My second best bet, Jacksonville Fez's, is, is the Bears. Proceed how you'd like. My last one's going to take 20 seconds. San Francisco made a commitment – about their, their uh, players and stuff not having to be away for Christmas. They're making decisions in this upcoming game against Arizona that's against their chance to win the game for the family life of the players because of that, and Arizona matches up well. I love Arizona over San Francisco. That's my third best bet.
2: If you missed any of today's show, including multiple best bets as a stocking stuffer for the Christmas holiday, check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We are straight out of Vegas. We're back on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio and, as always, on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Straight out of Vegas!